Hello, ladies. Let's perch. I'm your hostess, Deshonda Lucas, and welcome to the She's Free to Fly podcast. Thank you so much for joining in today. Um, again, it has been such an honor and a pleasure to just share these moments with you, to introduce you to new people, which you will listen to on the podcast. Um, you can find the podcast on Apple or Spotify. You can even view the podcast on YouTube. So I definitely encourage you to like the podcast. If you ever have comments or questions, um, you can send those in, whether it's DM on Instagram or Facebook, or even in the comment section, you can also share this podcast with a friend, share it with a mother, share it with a daughter, a sister, a cousin, um, share it with your grandmother. Like there's so much to learn and people need to know that we're learning from them as well. And we're listening and we're watching. Also, I encourage you to share this podcast with fathers, fathers of daughters, um, brothers of sisters, sons of mothers, share this podcast because we're definitely here to spread love and light, um, throughout our communities. So. On this episode, we are going to talk about speaking life. Um, I am such a advocate for speaking life into young people, um, speaking life into myself, speaking life into a friend and really just having a positive response or a positive introduction to the people I meet. A lot of that stems from just the love and support and just positive words spoken to me, but also knowing what it feels like to not have those positive words spoken to me, um, knowing how being communicated to in negative ways can sometimes dim the spirit and not wanting to be that dimmer for anybody else, but really wanting to be um, light. I just believe in being light in all places, whether they're places that are already shining or they're dark places. I just believe in being light. I remember um, when my daughter was born and she was a little girl and she had all of her grandmothers and all of her grandmothers had a different name for her. And as she began to grow older, she began to call them the name they called her because that was the word that she heard from them. So she had one grandmother who called her Pooh, like she was her little Pooh bear and she gave her little Pooh stuff all the time. And um, to this day, like my daughter still calls her Pooh and all the grandchildren to follow and the cousins and everybody calls her Pooh. Um, but that is what she poured into her. And so because that's what she poured into her, that's what she got out from her. Um, she had another grandmother who called her darling. And um, she would just, you know, see magic and she would be like, hey, darling, how are you? Like everything was about darling. And as Mariah got older, she began to call that grandmother darling. And she called her darling for years and she still will call her darling. Um and when you think about just the positivity of those words and the feelings that they evoke, um, one of her grandmothers called her angel. And when she was born, like she was her grandmother's angel. 
Um, and she called her angel all the time. And so even to this day, not only does Mariah call her angel, but all the other grandchildren call her angel. It just stuck because what you put out is going to come back. And, you know, angel put out angel to her. And now, you know, everybody calls her angel. Like she never went by grandmother. She doesn't go by grandmother. Like she's that kind of grandma. I'm like, you're not calling her grandmama now. Okay. You're going to call her angel, but that's her name. And it's fitting. Like she truly, truly, truly is a woman of God. And she truly um, puts that out into the universe. And that's truly, you know, what has come back to her. And then her other grandmother, um, she had older grandchildren. Mariah like wasn't in the first few. Um, so they always call her grandma. So she calls her grandma because that's what she heard. And so what children hear is what they're going to repeat. It's what's going to sit in their spirit. And I just want to share that with you. Like, I hope we can pour more positive words into younger people and pour more positive words into our friends. I have a friend, every time she sees me or she sees another woman, she says, hey, beautiful. Like, it's always beautiful. Um, And it it makes you want to be beautiful, like in her presence. Um, A girlfriend calls people lovely. And so those words that we put out into the universe, that's what we're going to get back. Like, we're really, really going to get those things back. So let's begin to do more of positive communication and positive talk to people. People have told me like since doing the podcast or people I meet and right now Mariah's in a season of magic. So I call her magic in this season. I've been calling her magic probably for the past few years, but through her upbringing, she has been different things. She really, really has. I remember before I had my daughter and I was, you know, naming her and I, you know, gave her her name. Um, I was already, before I even thought about having children, I knew that I wanted my daughter's nickname to be Lady. And I wanted my daughter's nickname to be Lady because my grandmother had a best friend who had a daughter and her name was Lady. Now, that might not even have been her real name. I don't know. She was much older than I was. But to me, she was such a beautiful person, such a beautiful spirit. Um, And just the way she carried herself was such that of a lady. And I wanted that, you know, for my daughter. So when I named her, like when I first had my daughter, her nickname was Ladybug. Um, As a baby, she was Ladybug just growing up. Um, and Ladybug turned into Lady. So sometimes I call her Lady. Uh, she went through this stage in life that she had the skinniest little legs. So she was chicken legs. Um, there was also a phase like, so a lot of her upbringing, I was a single parent. Most of her upbringing, I've been a single parent. And uh, we were always on the go, always on the go, always on the go. Cause there's always something to do. There's, we got to get to school, get home, get to this practice. She has been involved in every extracurricular activity you can ever think of. So we were always on the go. And um, so she was accustomed to getting up and, you know, being ready and moving and stuff like that. And one time we had this storm, there was like a tornado warning or something like that at the house. And um, it's crazy because like when stuff like that happens, I don't know why, but I tell you, I'm going to make sure the dishes are clean. (laughs) 
And so we had this tornado watch and I'm in there putting dishes in the dishwasher. I don't know why I'm putting dishes in the dishwasher. Cause if the tornado come, I'm telling you, it's going to take the dishes, the house, the dishwasher too. Right. But I told Mariah, I said, Mariah, put your shoes on. And she's put her shoes on and she's like, mama, where are we going? And I'm like, I don't know. Just put your shoes on. <laughs> just put your shoes on. But she was so ready. It was like, I don't know what we're doing, but I'm ready to go wherever you're taking me, right? And so for a long time, her nickname was Ready. And even now, I'm like, Ready, what's going on? Because she stays ready. Like, whatever it is, when I say she's ready, that girl is ready, okay? And it just, getting that readiness in her, I think this has a lot to do with how she's able to move throughout her spaces and move from this place to that place and just navigate change so well. It's just speaking those words in her. So think about the things that you want to see, whether it's in your girlfriends, whether it's in your children, whether it's in your nieces and nephews or your godchildren. Think about what those things are and how you want them to view themselves, how you want them to view the world. Because it matters. It really, really matters what we say to them. My godson, since he was born, his name is King. That's it. Like, I want him to grow with a presence of being a king because that is who he is. My, my name for him, well, he calls me, I am queen. He knows I am queen. That's all he knows. I don't even know if he know my name, Deshonda. Maybe he hears his parents say it sometime. But even when they refer to me speaking to him, um, queen going to pick you up or we're going to queen's house or queen is going to come to your game. Like it's always king and his name is king. He He's just, he's my king. And that's just it. Um, Even when he had a younger brother and his parents were naming him, a part of his name is Duke. For multiple reasons. One, because his father is a Duke University alumni, but also because his brother's name is King. And so that was conscious in their mind of King and Duke. And so even they as parents, um, younger parents are just seeing the impact that consistent, positive communication places in children. And I am so thankful for that. My nieces are my princesses and like we have such power to empower others. So let's be conscious of what our power is to empower someone else. And one of the greatest ways we can empower someone else is through our words, through the through our mannerisms, through the compassion, through the love that they feel for us. We for them, we don't necessarily have to buy all of these extravagant things to impact someone. We don't have to have a million dollars worth of anything to positively impact someone. What we can have is a million dollar heart. What we can have is millionaire words. Like, man, even saying that, I might start calling magic millionaire at this point because like those words have power. Those words, what they focus on, what they meditate on, what I focus on, you know, what I meditate on, we have the power to manifest those things. So when I call magic magic, it is out of a place that to me, magic is something that cannot be explained. 
It just is. And it is amazing. And you are wondering, like, how in the world did this happen? You can take a magic and a miracle. Like if we want to get spiritual about it, I can call a miracle and it'd be the same thing. Or I can call her magic. Like God is so amazing. I do not know where that child came from, but I know she is magic and I know she is a miracle. And I try to remind her of that. So when you think about the nicknames you call your children or you call young people, like, let it be positive. Let it be love. Call If you feel like a child isn't being loved um, the way you want that child to be and you have the possibility or the capability to impact their lives, call them love so that they will feel love. Call them joy. Call them sweetness. Call them kindness. I remember when the baby was younger and um, she at one point, she just just had this like mm, in her and I start calling her be sweet. That was her nickname. Be sweet. Hey, be sweet. Hey, be sweet. And that be sweet just started to be sweet. And oh, such a sweet and such a sweet spirit, such a sweet everlasting life. Be spirit was and will always be. Um. So I just want to speak love. I just want to speak light and Oh, I just want to speak love and light in the young people because I want them to know that they are loved and I want them to know that they are safe. Um, this past weekend was such an honor and it was so amazing. We went to um, my daughter's grandmother's birthday party and it was a surprise. It was a surprise party for her. But I also got a little surprise because Magic was supposed to be in Cali at school. Um, and at the party, she just walked up behind me and she was like, hey, mommy. And I'm like, ah, my baby's here. So I was so happy. Um, one, of course, that I got a chance to see her um, because I do miss her. But I was also very happy that she was there for her grandmother's um, birthday celebration. Uh, there were probably over 100 people there. And just to celebrate somebody while they're still here for the family to get together for that celebration. Um, while Angel is living and happy and healthy and stuff, I think it's just such a honor and such a pleasure, um, just to be part of that. But one of the things that happened at the party is, um, as we're sitting at our tables and we have the round tables and I sit next to this little boy and I just go up and I sit next to him and he looks at me and he says, where you come from? I look at him. I said, from the heavens. From the heavens, from the heavens. He said, okay. I said, my name is Mr. Shonda. I come from the heavens. He said, okay. So the party's going on and everybody's enjoying the festivities and the celebration and the food was great. And Angel is so surprised and happy to see all of her family and friends there. And the children are, you know, playing around and all the siblings, you know, get to be in one space at one time. And that's when my heart is the happiest when uh, my daughter is with all of her brothers and they're all in one place and all of my babies are together. And that brings me, I knew it would come very organically. A lot of people ask me how many children I have. It's a quite interesting thing. So I have one plus four plus five, like 
I've given birth once, but I have mothered five. And my boys are my boys and they are my babies. Um, I love them with everything I have. They have all been raised in my home at some point in life. Um, and they are my babies. Like, so I have my daughter, but I also have my sons and I have a cousin who is also like my daughter, uh, that I love as my cousin, that I love as my daughter, that I love as my friend. And so this is for the mothers who haven't given birth. And I said it once and I'll say it again. You don't have to give birth to be a mother. I was a mother before I had Mariah. I was, I mothered my cousin before I had Mariah. I mothered her brothers before I had Mariah. I will mother after I mother Mariah. Mariah is no longer in my house. She's a college student and she's a young adult now, but I will always mother um, because that's who I am. So, you know, when the question comes, like how many children you have, man, I'm just a mother. I'm a mother. I'm a mother of a daughter. I'm a mother of an angel. I'm also a mother of boys. And I love my boys and um, I am at my happiest when they are all in one space. And I think every mother is when all of her children are together and, you know, everybody's in the same space. Like I am so happy. I have so much joy just seeing them interact with one another, whether they're joking around or just talking, even when they're like play fussing and fighting or whatever. Um. I am my most happiest because I love my children and I realize and I recognize that one day we as parents will be gone and all of these children we have will be one another. Like I recognize that. And that's why it has always been so very important to me to love all of them as one and to love them in wholeness. Um, and to love them individually as well and be there for what they need as individuals. Um, I think I share on one of the episodes, like one of my mothers, she has a different prayer for each of us, right? Even me as a mother now, I have a different prayer for each one of my children, each knowing what their strengths are, recognizing what their weaknesses are. I literally have a different prayer for each of them. And I love each of them to the ends of the earth. When I call them, they come. When they call me, I come. I pray for them. I have cried for them. I have fought for them. I have done whatever it takes, you know, for these children, because I know that they need to be imparted with the love um, that was imparted to me between my two sets of parents, right? So yeah, I have more than one. I have more than one and I, and I love each of them all. Um, okay. So back to the party, back to the party. Oh, and I'm a queen even to my grandbaby. My name is queen. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's those names and she is my queenie. 
and just to raise her in that love and that light and to love on her um, is a gift. It's truly, truly a gift from God to be chosen to love someone. So I am thankful for that. Sometimes we think it's a gift to be loved, but it's also a gift to be chosen to love. Um, So I choose to love them in love and kindness and care and positivity and support. I choose to love them that way. I choose to love them in grace. I choose to love them in encouragement. And I'm going to continue to make that choice. I choose to love even my girlfriends in grace and encouragement and in care and in consideration. And in a text in the morning that just says, hey, beautiful, have a good day. Because why not hear it? You know, why not? It can only make our days better. Um, Okay, now really, really, really. So back to the party. So we're at the party. And so, as I said, the little boy said, where are you from? And I said, you know, I come from heaven. I like, I literally come from the heavens. And before that, I asked him, I said, where you come from? He says, I come from God. So, because I told him I came from the heavens when I asked him. So now he's already thinking in a spiritual place as well. So where do you come from? He says, God. So later in the party where um, we get our desserts and somehow he had lost his spoon and so he reached and picked up my spoon. I'm like, you have my spoon. He said, I do. I said, yeah. And he said, here you go. I said, no, you can have my spoon. You you can have it. I'll get another spoon. He looks at me and he says, you do come from heaven. Yeah, I come from the heavens. Um, And that's what it's about. So now... This young, probably seven or eight year old boy, he has an idea that kindness comes from heaven. He has an idea and and for him to respond that he came from God lets me know that his parent, his mother, his father, his grandparents understanding of God. Right. But to see the love of God in action outside of his family, that means a lot as well. So it's not just our own children that we have to impart this in. We have to be the um, example, the external example of what God's love is because he has an awareness and he has a mental place he can go back to or something that happened in his life that someone who did not know me, who wasn't invested in my life or invested in my future, she gave me something. And it was just honestly a spoon, but it can be so small. The smallest thing can have a positive impact on someone's life. So I definitely ask you, like, what is it? How can you impact someone's life? What are some things that you can say or do to people in your own community? Oftentimes, um, I have a crown. It sits in my bathroom. I remember the first crown, I bought it for my best friend for her birthday. And she was so, so happy. Um, I surprised her and brought her this crown as a gift uh, for her birthday. I flew out to California to spend some time with her for her birthday years ago. But I gave her this crown. Um, And she put it on her birthday and she was so happy about the crown. And I saw the impact that 
she felt like you could see the emotion of receiving this crown. And it was, you know, just a beautiful gift and a beautiful gesture. But I saw what it did to her spirit. And I wanted to continue that with others. So, of course, I had a crown already. And by now I have given like some of my closest friends the same crown and we all will wear our crown. And sometimes we'll go out to lunch and it's like, okay, ladies, wear your crowns. Um, But not only have I given it to my friends, if I have one in the car, I remember one day there was this little girl. She may have been about four or five and she was riding her little power wheel and it was shaped like a carriage, like the Cinderella carriage. And it just reminded me of that princess you know, feeling. And so I had a crown in my car and I pull over on the side of the road and her father was with her. And I asked her father, can I please give her this crown? And he was like, sure. So I pulled, I pulled over and I got this crown out and I gave it to her and I said, you, you know, our queen. And I want you to know that. And so that small interaction can make the world of difference for someone, even if you don't know them. I've probably seen the girl maybe twice out in the neighborhood again, but I just love having a positive impact on people. Um, The words we say are so powerful. The Bible talks about it. Proverbs talks about the power of the tongue And the power of the tongue is so important. So I encourage you to empower someone else. I challenge you, how many people can you positively impact this week? How many people can you speak positivity to? Even people who don't necessarily feel it, or let's say you said negative things in the past. The day you hear this is a great day to make a shift. Um, I am not a proponent of women calling other women bees and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. I'm I'm not a proponent of that. I'm not a proponent of calling other women a B word. Um, not a proponent of sometimes the slang we use to call one another. But I am a proponent of calling other women beautiful and love and sister and like that I'm a proponent of. And that is one thing that can make another person free to fly. You can unleash people out of bounds um, and combat the negativity that is spoken to them by others. So I'm really going to end there. I'm really going to end right here. And thank you so much for joining the She's Free to Fly podcast. You can find us um, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at She's Free to Fly. And the podcast is on Apple and Spotify. And you can also view the podcast on YouTube at She's Free to Fly podcast. So I'm your hostess, Deshonda Lucas, and I pray that you receive my love. I pray that you feel the grace of God and I pray that you share with others. Have a beautiful day.